2: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
3: Right in, your Glenn Mac now. Hey, let's talk to an old friend of ours. If I get this mouse working, there it is. Linda from Bella.
4: How are you, my friend? Uh, hello, fellas. Uh, our ditty, I have to tell you, I still love you. You're Why, thank still you. are still my favorite guy, you and Glennie. My girlfriend's dog, R. Diddy, got a sister named Ramona Diddy, <laughs> and they're both in uh, Havertown uh, feeling happy and fat.
3: How I just that?
4: wanted you to know that. Well, yes.
3: I appreciate that. Ray, in my neighborhood, there's a dog there's walking a, around with your name. There's a
1: dog named after me. got You know and what I gotta got call it. got those
4: weird teeth sticking out at the bottom. It's hysterical.
1: Oh, it's good. Well, um, so do I. <laughs> <laughs>
4: One aside first, um, you know, I just found out my favorite comedian, Jerry Lewis, was a nasty human being and did far worse than Bill Cosby, although I'm not um, forgiving him. Yeah, I, uh, Jerry Lewis I, 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 was a I son of
3: a gun. Yeah, I, I don't know what he did, but I appreciate what you say, which is if it's somebody that you... You like and you hold up to an ideal. It does. It hurts when you learn that
4: stuff. Because I have all his movies and I love him. Yeah. Anyhow, baseball. I love my Brycey guys. But if he would stop fixing his gloves after every attempted swing, we could move along a little bit. And the guys that go up there and swing – When there's nothing to swing at in between pitches, I like to smack their little backsides, too.
3: (laughs) I think you just want to smack the backsides.
4: Well, that's all right. I'm old. I can do what I want. (laughs) The second thing is uh, James Harden is smooth as silk. Smooth as silk. I was so surprised, guys. My mouth was hanging open. Uh, I couldn't believe how beautifully he fit in. And if you watched him on the floor, he was trying to help uh, Maxie, but pointing him to certain, at certain things. He was wonderful. Yeah. I couldn't have been happier.
1: Yeah, it was great. That was really fun to watch. You're right. You're right, Linda.
3: All right, Linda, we got time for one more thing. you got a Russell Wilson issue you want to bring up.
4: Yes. Well, I want to know both of you guys. Uh, I'm torn because I like Jalen, but uh, what do you think, Ray and Glenn? Should we trade for Russell? I love you. I'll talk to you Uh, later. All right, Lenny, be well.
3: Be well. Well, you and I have talked about this. Uh, In my mind, if you can get him on the cheap, I would do
1: it, but you're not going to get him on the cheap. No,
3: you're not. So I'll go with the 23-year-old kid who I thought had a pretty decent year.
1: Yeah, yeah, I It went to the playoffs, so very few people thought that this team had any chance at the playoffs, so this kid took you to the playoffs his first year, and he's still learning. So I want to give him another year to grow. And I I really do think if you look at that defense, that defense needs a lot of work, and there's so many good defensive players in this draft. I mean, you have a chance to really change the face of your defense in one year, one draft, if you pick the right players. I want to keep the picks. Yeah, you know the argument that I can't stand? Ah, Howie Roseman's going to get it wrong anyway.
3: Don't bother. Mm-hmm. Like think like that's dumb, defeatist attitude of, like, why should we even draft? Right. Okay. Don't need to pursue that.
1: No, there, there, uh, there are just really good players in this draft. And you see – I mean, you see the difference what one really elite defensive player made in the Dallas Cowboys defense this year with Micah Parsons. I mean, that's one guy. If you can get multiple guys, I mean, you can really change the face of your defense – Really in one year in yeah. one off season. Yep.
3: Uh one other NFL thing that we were uh we thought we'd bring up today is the musical chairs going on with the broadcasters. Uh Troy Aikman looks like he's about to leave Fox. Um and go to ESPN where he's gonna get paid what eighteen million? Is that was that the number?
1: Uh, yes. <clears throat> okay. Uh let me see if I got this right. Jack actually, actually five years five years ninety million. So that's what that's about what it breaks down to. Uh, yeah.
3: Uh, Al Michaels was going to jump to Amazon, and now there's thought that maybe they'll get him to go with Aikman. Uh, Mike Tirico is going to – uh, you may have the whole list, but everybody's moving around.
1: Yeah, Tirico is going to take over for Michaels on Sunday Night Football. Okay.
3: All right. He's going to be with Collinsworth. Um, I guess Greg Olson gets moved up. I thought he did a really nice job.
1: But Greg, uh, It looks like Greg Olson right now, if they stay in-house, if Fox stays in-house – Olson will move up to number one. Um, there's the question: Would Fox go for Sean Payton and put Sean Payton in as their number one guy right away, sight unseen? Because he made it very clear he's, he, you know, he's he's out of coaching this year and yeah. he wants to get into television. Yeah. Do, do you put him in the studio or do you make him the number one person on your number one team
3: working with Joe Buck? I don't know. I don't know if he's any good. I think he would be. Okay. But I the, thought Olson was very good, but he doesn't have the cachet that Sean Payton does. Um, but here, the, the the question is this, and, and you know I talked about this a little bit off the air. I, I think Troy Aikman's a good broadcaster. I like Troy Aikman as a broadcaster. Oh, I do too. Okay. I And, and I'm a believer in capitalism. People get paid what they get paid, and if they're going to pay him that, that's their decision. That's, you know, that's up to them. Does it really matter that much? Do people really care when you watch a game? Mm-hmm. I mean, there will be broadcast teams... When I'm watching a game and the Eagles are bad and it's like, oh, well, this is, you know, the G team coming in here. Right. It's like, okay, well, that's not really good. But am I going to turn on a Sunday night game or a Thursday night game or another game because, oh, wait a second, this is the Romo game.
1: Right. I don't think I do. I don't either. I either watch, you know, I watch the game because I want to watch the game. I don't watch the game to see this. Oh, this guy, these guys are broadcasting the game. I got to watch this game. That doesn't doesn't impact me. I, and I don't understand the the networks bidding against each other for these guys, um, because I really don't think people are going to watch the games that are the good games. And if it's a bad game, people are going to tune it out. It doesn't really matter who's who's working in the booth. I don't think I'm kind of with well, you on that. So why are they doing it? Just network competition, one up the other guy. Um, I think that that's it. I, you know, to be honest, if 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 they. If the network guys that are running, if the guys that are running the networks, the suits that are running the networks, throwing this money around, if they just went down to the street corner in New York City mm-hmm. and just stopped the man on the street and just asked him this question, you know, do you, when you watch the football games, do you care who the broadcasters are or do you know one from another? I mean, it's probably I'd be shocked to know. Yeah, I'm, watch, I'm watching the game. You know, if the if an answer is good, that's fine. But I'm just tuning in because I want to see those teams play. That's really what it comes down to. You know, I th- I think that the network's idea of creating that people watch, that people want to tune in to see Buck and Aikman. No, they don't. They want to see the game. I really, I just think it's that simple. But now, I, and I... And, I, and I that, 90% agree with you. And, I'm, and, and I, I'm saying that because I'm saying that knowing full well that I really like Aikman. I think Aikman's really good. Yeah. I think Aikman's really, really good. But I don't watch the games because Troy Aikman's doing the game. I watch the game because I want to see the game. Yeah, a bad broadcaster can can ruin a
3: game. But if the game's good, I'll stick with it. A good broadcaster can enhance it. But again, its I don't think I'm hanging around just because it is is or isn't Troy Aikman. I mean, Romo annoys me to no end. He does. Come on. He's the worst. You know he's the worst.
1: But I but liked, I I really liked him his first year. Yeah, and then he he got carried away. He's yes he is. And and what and and I think he really had a terrible game this year in the playoffs. I mean his last game yes. was a terrible. Yes, game. yes, yes. Where he totally where he said they want to let him score here. What? Yes. What are you talking? About? Yes, yes. And he also let his cowboy
3: color show in that game, mm-hmm. which you know was despicable. Uh, but nonetheless, okay. I'm just glad we covered that. Uh, let me sneak in a caller two here, and then we will uh, hit our. Best of Tell Us Your Story, Jerry in Newfield. Jerry, where's Newfield?
5: Newfield is uh, right near north of Vineland, New Jersey. Oh, okay. Okay.
3: Nice. Nice to hear from you. All
5: right. Uh, thank you. First time, long time. You guys are the Mount Rushmore of, the, of this Oh, Thank player. you so I'm much. Right. You're, you're very kind. Thanks, Jerry.
1: Appreciate that. All right.
5: The reason I'm calling is the baseball. When I was a kid, I'm 61 now. When I was a kid, every day after school, we would play baseball every day. My grandkids don't play baseball. I don't see anybody playing baseball. Yeah, um, that's, that's a, that's a my, big
1: problem, Jerry. We, we were talking about it yesterday. I agree with you
5: 100%. My mother was a huge A's fan. Like She went through the A's when they were in Philadelphia, when they moved to Oakland. I remember in the 70s, when Oakland was in the World Series, I would come home during the day. My mom would have her pom-poms and her collars on, and we would watch the game together. It was just so awesome. We need baseball during the day. We absolutely need baseball during the day and they're going to
1: stay in it. Yeah, I I'm and I mentioned this a little earlier in this in the hour that if I were if I were the owner of the Phillies, every home game on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday would be day games. It would just be I would do absolutely. it. Absolutely. I would absolutely do it. And I, I really think it's it's a way that you can introduce the game to kids. You know, it's a chance to bring kids to the game and hopefully hopefully build a generation of baseball fans.
3: Yeah. I I don't know how, how and why they've ignored that, but they've ignored that.
1: And yeah. that's,
3: it ain't going to happen, not in these negotiations. They're more concerned, Ray, about whether 22% of these second year plus players are eligible for arbitration. Th- that'll impact your enjoyment of the game.
1: It's re- is Rob Manfred the worst commissioner in sports?
3: Oh, it's a lot of
1: steep competition. It's real tough one, Ray. competition there when you're talking about the who, that race to the bottom of who's the worst commissioner. Yeah. And you certainly know my opinion of Roger Goodell. I do. I, I, w- you know, to me, Rob Manfred, but it's neck and neck now. That's certainly something to aspire to.
3: Yeah. Uh, John in Kentucky. What's going on, John?
2: Hey, good morning, Glenn. Hey, uh, Ray, I-, I have learned more about football listening to you on TV and, and on this show. But I'll tell you what, it is an absolute treat to hear you talk about baseball. And uh, I, I want to bring up from the perspective of someone who is an umpire, i would let you know there are games that are played in under three hours, sometimes under two hours <laughs> to the college. It's the college and the high school level. I know that they don't have commercials to worry about, but it points out to me from my perspective, there's an enormous problem with the game that needs to be fixed within the umpire ranks for two reasons. Number one, if you look at the quality of the umpires in the major leagues, it's, it's borderline atrocious. And I don't know why, if it's because their union is so strong, but there was no reason for the last 10 years we had to put up with you know, Joe West, who is, because of his age and not taking care of himself, couldn't bend over to see a strike zone anymore. Um, thank God he retired this year. Or I was just, just going to say, if
1: you're worried about Joe yeah. West, he's finally retired.
2: Yeah. yeah, thank God. Or, But Angel Hernandez is still there. And terrible. I don't know if you— Yeah,
1: he's, uh, terrible. Terrible. No, he's terrible. He's
2: terrible. Sure. He's terrible. So what does that lead, at least, to people trying to bring in things like robot strike zones? and 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 there's no need for that umpires don't have, to, don't have to worry about the speed of the game like NFL refs have to do or NBA refs have to do or, God, hockey refs have to do. It, it's, it's right in front of you. So to have their performance level as it is, it's, it's just intolerable, and that needs to get fixed. The I, second I, I think, thing—
3: Yeah, go ahead real quick because we've got to hit a break.
2: Okay, well, real quick, the, the, the second thing is that um, they have to just apply the rules that already exist in the book. They're talking about a, a, a pitch clock. There has been a limitation of 10 seconds for hundreds of years in the book. Also, I mean, I don't understand why we have let, they have abused the the, the courtesy of a pitcher stepping off the mound or yes, a batter. They but have. John, I, I, I appreciate why. your call.
3: We we got to run, but I agree with, with everything you have said, and it's a good call. All right, Ray, uh, tell people what they're about to hear.
1: Uh, this is the third installment of Best of Tell Us Your Story, uh, and it's going to be, Uh, A a show called Nice to Meet You, and it it starts off with a lot of really cool anecdotes with our guests talking about moments in their life when they met someone either from sports or in a related field um, that they just had a very cool interaction and to hear that through the voice and the eyes of. Some famous sports people And in the case of Jim Gardner A famous Philadelphia news person Is really very very, very fun and very entertaining Stay tuned for that Ray and Glenn on 94 WIP
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal So why not refresh your home With a little help from Blinds.com We make getting custom window treatments A minor project with major impact Choose from premium blinds Shades and shutters We even have options for your patio too